0: Good morning, everyone. Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast. My name is Daniel Port. I'm your host today. I'm sure you all missed me while I was gone last week, but I am back and ready to dive straight into some baseball action. There weren't too many games, but there was plenty of things to talk about, so let's jump straight into it. Starting with the MLB injuries, news, and notes, the Arizona Diamondbacks reinstated Jake McCarthy from the bereavement list, an option to Alec Thomas Torino down in AAA. The Baltimore Orioles have listed Ramon Urias as day-to-day with a neck injury. He was not in the lineup yesterday. We'll monitor his status for today. For the Boston Red Sox, Nathan Eovaldi will be reinstated from the 15-day injured list to start at some point during Boston's upcoming series against Baltimore. Garrett Whitlock underwent arthroscopic surgery on his right hip yesterday. And Christian Arroyo is out of the lineup uh, yesterday against the Orioles with an illness. We'll have to monitor his stats as well for today. For the Cincinnati Reds, Justin Dunn is scheduled to make a rehab start with AAA Louisville on Tuesday. And Donovan Salvano is day-to-day. He was not in Monday's lineup. He is suffering from an eye injury. We'll have to monitor his stats for today. For the Miami Marlins... Abisiel Garcia started a rehab assignment at AAA Jacksonville yesterday. And for the New York Yankees, several players are uh, suffering from a variety of ailments. D.J. LeMahieu uh, took part in defensive drills and batting practice prior to Monday's game against the Blue Jays, uh, as he's coming back from a toe injury. According to manager Aaron he he's hopeful that Matt Carpenter could return during their final series against Texas before the season ends. And Frankie Montas is expected to resume throwing this week as well. For the Seattle Mariners, general manager Jerry DePoto said that Julio Rodriguez is on track to return from the 10-day injured list when first eligible on October 3rd as he attempts to come back from a back injury. He also noted that Eugenio Suarez will likely be activated from the 10-day injured list ahead of today's game against the Rangers as he comes back from a finger injury. And for the Tampa Bay Rays, manager Kevin Cash said that Wander Franco is listed as day-to-day He had a jammed left hand that caused Franco to exit Sunday's 7-1 loss against the Blue Jays early. And they don't think it's anything worrisome and shouldn't keep Franco from playing today in Cleveland. He just kind of got jammed a little bit according to Cash. He's fine. He would have hit had the game been a little closer on that day. So uh, we should monitor Franco's stats for today, but we should see him in today's lineup. For the Toronto Blue Jays, Santiago Espinal is doing some light baseball activity and hitting off of a tee as he attempts to return from an oblique injury. And Lord Escorial Jr. is doing some hitting and throwing while working through a running progression as he attempts to come back from a hamstring injury. And finally, for the Washington Nationals, Nelson Cruz was on the bench yesterday with an eye injury against Atlanta. We will have to monitor his status today as he is currently listed as day-to-day. Now, moving on from the injuries, news, and notes into the uh, hitters that caught our eye yesterday. For the Reds, TJ Friedel went one for four with his eighth home run on the season and one RBI and one run scored. Aristides Aquino went two for four with a home run of his own. That's his tenth on the season. As the Reds fell to the Pirates on the other side of that game, for the Pirates, O'Neill Cruz went four for five with two runs scored, and Jake Suenitsky went two for four with two doubles, two RBIs, and a run scored, and a walk. For the Braves, Matt Olson went one for two with uh, his 29th home run on the season, three RBIs, and one walk. While Marcelo Zuna went two for four with a double and a home run, two RBIs and two runs scored. For the Yankees, Glaber Torres went one for three with an RBI. And Isaiah Kiner-Falefa went one for three with his fourth home run on the season and a walk. Unfortunately, no home runs from Aaron Judge. We'll have to see today if he can uh, continue his his race for home run number 61. For the Blue Jays, Vlad Guerrero Jr. went two for five with a run and an RBI, while Teoscar Hernandez hit uh, his 33rd double on the season, going one for four with two RBIs of his own as the Blue Jays bested the Yankees three to two. For the Orioles, Cedric Mullins had himself a day as did most of the Orioles lineup as they scored a grand total of 14 runs in this game Mullins himself went two for six with a triple and his 16th home run on the season with three RBIs and two runs scored. And in addition, Anthony Santander went two for six with two home runs, giving him a total 31 on the season and three RBIs and two runs scored as well. Finally, to round out the Orioles' excellent day at the plate, Gunnar Henderson hit his fourth home run on the season with one hit in two bats and three walks with a run and an RBI. That's his fourth home run of the season. And Austin Hayes hit his 16th home run of the season, going two for five with two runs and an RBI. Moving on to the Red Sox. Enrique Hernandez went two for five with three RBIs and a run scored. Rafael Devers went three for five with a double and an RBI. And J.D. Martinez hit his 41st double and his 13th home run of the season going 2-for-5 with an RBI and two runs scored. Finally, Rob Snyder went 3-for-4 with his 6th home run of the season with three RBIs and two runs scored as well. So those are the hitters that caught my eye. But jumping over to the pitchers, we can take a look at for the Orioles. Jordan Lyles started off the game going just two innings. He gave two earned runs through a total of just 37 pitches with no strikeouts. And then Spencer Watkins ended up taking over for him, going 4.1 innings pitched with four earned runs, two walks, and two strikeouts. For the Red Sox, Connor Siebold went Two innings pitched, giving up four earned runs, five total runs, with two walks and two strikeouts and a home run. Well, for the Yankees, Luis Severino went four innings pitched, giving up two earned runs, just three hits, he walked three hitters, and struck out four. On the other side of that game, for the Blue Jays, Kevin Gossman went 6.1 innings pitched, giving up just two earned runs with one walk and seven strikeouts. For the Braves, Bryce Elder went the distance, going nine innings pitched, giving up six hits, no earned runs, walking just one hitter and striking out six. For the Nationals, Corey Abbott went five innings pitched, giving up four earned runs, five runs total, with three walks, seven strikeouts, two home runs given up, uh, and just three hits. For the Pirates, Rowani Contreras went four innings pitched, giving up two earned runs and two strikeouts with one home run. And for the Reds, Chase Anderson went four innings pitched with one earned run, no walks, and five strikeouts. So those are the pitchers from yesterday's games as well. Now before we jump into what I'm looking forward to for today's games, let's actually take a quick break here.
1: Thank you. Welcome
0: back. Now, while we're here, let's actually check in with our good friend Mark Paquette for the weather. Thank you very much. Last Tuesday of the Major League Baseball season, actually, that's not true. They play next Tuesday. They play a couple games early next week.
1: So my fault. I take that back. But anyways, no weather issues today. Play everyone. I'm in a championship matchup for my season long. Still some DFSers out there.
0: We're good to go. Thank you very much, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you, Mark. So now let's look at today. There's actually some fun baseball action going on today as well. There are games with playoff ramifications. There's some previews of potential playoff matchups there are some exciting young pitchers that we're looking forward to and some things that we want to kind of keep our eye on throughout the entire day starting off first off with Corey Kluber of the Tampa Bay Rays going up against Shane Bieber of the Cleveland Guardians that is a playoff preview that I am looking forward to we don't know if maybe Kluber will actually make any starts in the playoffs but it's fun to watch the Rays and the Guardians go head-to-head as they might see each other pretty soon here in the playoffs for the, the Yankees, they're taking out the Blue Jays again today. Jamison Tyone versus Jose Barrios. And while that game doesn't necessarily have any full-on playoff implications we do still have Aaron Judge chasing down home run number 61 and that is always must see TV we're currently cutting into Sports Center every time he comes up the bat just like we used to do back in the day of Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa and Barry Bonds for every at-bat they had back when they were uh, chasing home run records as well so it's fun to see that come back must see TV for sure I also am looking forward to watching Kyle Bradish go up against the Red Sox. He's been really good lately. He's got a 205 ERA over his last 44 innings pitched with a 0.89 whip. He's just been really, really good. And he really made a big change to throwing his breaking balls more in his last outing. And I want to see if that continues. So I'll definitely be watching Kyle Bradish pitch against the Red Sox here. There's also a couple games with some big playoff ramifications. The Mets are taking on the Marlins and the Braves are taking on the Nationals. There's just one game separating these two teams for whoever's going to win the NL East. So obviously winning these games are huge and you have to see which one can take care of business here against two pretty poor teams in these matchups. I'll also be watching Zach Wheeler go up against the Cubs. He's coming back from injury. So I'd like to see how he finishes out the season, not just to see how well he'll pitch in the playoffs for the Phillies if they make it, but also to sort of get a gauge of how I feel about him going into next year as well. And I don't feel the same way about Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn's been pretty good for a little while here as he starting to get healthier again and get his feet back under him. But I just want to see how he finishes out the season as he goes up against the Twins. In terms of any pitchers I'm looking to stream, I already mentioned Kyle Bradish against the Red Sox. He's been so good for a while now that I'm more than happy to start him against the Red Sox. I'm also thinking about Zach Granke against the Tigers if I really need it. While Greinke is not the full on lights out pitcher, he used to be. He's still that crafty, wily pitcher that can get you a good start. And going up against the Tigers, who do not have a great offense, this could be a really, really great streaming opportunity if you need it. One thing to keep an eye on is if the Guardians, who just clinched their division, decide to rest a lot of the players or give a lot of the young players more playing time, this may be a good spot to start Corey Kluber. But that's dependent on what lineup the Guardians put out there, because otherwise they've been red hot. But if they start a bunch of their youngsters and sit some of their veterans like Jose Ramirez, it could be well worth looking at starting Kluber. Now in terms of some hitters I'm looking to stream, any of the Pirates hitters against Hunter Green. While Green's been better as of late, the Pirates have actually been hitting the ball a lot better than usual. So if you're looking at a Rudolfo Castro, or or if you saw their O'Neill Cruz or, you know, uh, Jake Swiniski, anything like that. Those could be really good starts against Hunter Green. Any Cardinals you can get your hands against Adrian Hauser, who's been very mediocre all season long. And there are some Cardinals out there that could probably do pretty well, like Brendan Donovan or Lars Neupar or Juan Yepes, even maybe Corey Dickerson, if you need some, some players to start there against Adrian Hauser. You could also turn your eye towards any Los Angeles Angels hitters you can get your hands on against James Kaprelian. Uh, You know, thinking Luis Leprengifo, for instance. That's a pretty good matchup there. And any Giants hitters you can get against Herman Marquez of Colorado as he has really struggled this season so far as well. So that's our show for today. Not a ton of baseball, like I said yesterday, but there were still some interesting things to talk about and go over. And then uh, also some fun, fun, fun baseball matchups going on today. So with that, I bid you adieu. We will talk again tomorrow morning here on Wednesday. And until then, enjoy baseball. Enjoy your Tuesday. And we'll talk soon. Thank you so much.
1: This has been the First Pitch Podcast. Brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at PitcherList and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com plus.